This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to Clued In with Lou Carbone, a thought-provoking opportunity to expand your perspectives and advance the impact you can make in the CX, EX, and patient experience space. Lou's undeniable combination of the depth of experience and knowledge in this space is unparalleled. As a driver inside organizations as well as consulting, Lou offers distinctive thought stimulation, is a dedicated mentor and teacher. Welcome to Clued In with Lou Carbone. Very excited to talk about a subject this morning that is very popular and very well utilized by many organizations, and that is journey mapping. There are many questions on the value of journey mapping and the importance of how to approach journey mapping. Journey mapping in and of itself is not total experience management. Journey mapping is a tool. The question that I would like to raise is quite critical. Many years ago, when Stephen Heckel, a very dear friend and co-author of the first article that I co-authored with Steve, which was the very first article on constructs around experience management, when Steve and I first began to work on that article long ago and in presentations that I made extensively. We talked about thinking customer back versus company out, a thought that was later popularized in the book Inside Out, Outside In, published by Harley Manning and Carrie Bodine at Forrester. The critical aspect of really ensuring that you are viewing the experience from the customer's perspective is crucial. But what I would maintain is that the concept and the construct of journey mapping literally comes from process improvement and is still very rooted in process, and process, by and large, from a company's perspective. There's a great danger in looking at things from a company's perspective. In a previous podcast, I talked about the ability to move from make and sell to sense and respond. The importance of that concept is that in the world we live in today, in the world of experience management, we have to be thinking more like Uber drivers or taxi drivers that have to get into the customer's mind, as opposed to being bus drivers that have a specific route, have specific schedules to meet, and will actually stay on course. In fact, there was a story about a bus driver that was so well 
adapted to maintaining the schedule that if he would fall behind the schedule, he would skip stops and pass by passengers. So this process orientation is very concerning to me. Journey mapping is very concerning to me because instead of journey mapping, or in addition to journey mapping, what we have to be absolutely certain of is that we are mind mapping. We are looking at the psychological aspects of an experience. We are looking at the impact of an experience on an individual's unconscious thought and the emotions that they are feeling. Not just happy or sad, not just easy, not just empathetic, but understanding what we can do to cause someone to feel better about themselves, which in turn is how they would end up feeling about the company. So this idea of mind mapping, being in the mind of the customer, working through the maze of the mind of the customer, working through the maze of the mind of the employee, is not just a process. The idea of working back from the mind of the customer versus the experience of the customer is a major element in the effectiveness of how deeply touched people will be by experiences and creating distinctive economic value. So many years back, when progressive auto insurance, which was thought of as a very, very high-end, expensive auto insurance company, because they insured subprime drivers, drivers with a poor driving record, and the cost of those uninsurable drivers and insuring them was very high. When Progressive decided to sell direct to the consumer, I was fortunate enough to be involved in that. And Progressive's greatest concern was that they would end up losing agents because they would be competing with agents. In that process, Progressive became the very first insurance company to sell direct to the consumer online. And at looking at the customer's experience and their state of mind, what was uncovered was the greatest emotional impact was at the moment of impact when the accident actually took place. And the creation of instant response vehicles that showed up at the scene of the accident, ready to write a check, ready to arrange for transportation or even drive you home, a cell phone, which at the time was more of a rarity than it is today, 
a driver that was trained in grief counseling, understanding that that moment of impact was the beginning of a grieving process, a sense of loss, had traditional process journey mapping taken place rather than being in the mind of the customer, in the mind of the insured, one would have started perhaps with the moment that the phone rang or that an agent received a call. In fact, perhaps the agent may have even been overlooked. But the power of truly understanding what is meant by outside-in, by customer-back. It is looking at the experience, not the process, but the experience from the customer's perspective. The other caution in journey mapping that I would offer is the legacy system trap. Literally getting caught in improving the process and fixing what is broken versus creating distinctive economic value. In the world today, being good is not good enough. Being extraordinary, being distinctive is what leads to greater velocity in growth and greater velocity in return on investments that are made. Progressive went on to become the world's fastest-growing, most profitable auto insurer. And rather than losing agents, the number of agents increased because Progressive had created an experience that was distinctive. It was auto insurance driven by you, driven by the mind of the consumer, so I have great admiration for the amount of work and the power of what I would refer to as psychological journey mapping. Literally being inside the mind of the customer, the employee, the patient, the patient's family. So when I hear is journey mapping a solution, the solution? Journey mapping is a critical tool. But my caution is, what format, what perspective does journey mapping take place? That is a critical aspect of the contribution that journey mapping could or could not make to the elevation of the value of experiences that we create for our customers, employees, etc. So when I'm asked about journey mapping, my particular point of view and first question is what is the perspective that journey mapping is done from? 
and most importantly, how deep, how critical is the thought of being in the mind, the journey of the mind of the customer. Because the journey of the mind is quite different than the journey of the process and how we feel about the process. What becomes critical is how the experience causes us to feel, to feel about ourselves, which in turn is how we will evaluate the experiences that we have and how we feel about the brands and organizations that we interact with. My feeling is that there is an elevated opportunity in journey mapping and that it is not a simple journey. Journeys in today's world of bricks and clicks is very, very different. Journeys are not linear. Our mental process is not linear. Our unconscious thoughts are not linear. Our thoughts and our experiences today are more like a pinball machine touching various areas into a collective experience. And understanding that collective experience is critical. How and where the intersections of various experiences occur and where is the connexus for those experiences are critical to understand. So my word of caution on journey mapping is ask yourself, am I truly setting out on what is a treasure map or am I following the lost horizon in a world that is driven by experience and not the industrial age thinking of process improvement? Again, I would like to thank you for your time today. I hope that you found this thought-provoking, and I wish you the very best in all of your efforts. I would like to dedicate this podcast to Stephen Heckel, my co-author, who was the Director of Strategic Studies at the IBM Advanced Institute, and my co-author in that very first article that talked about experience management systems, operating systems, on how to create distinctive experiential value and the power of that thinking. Steve wrote the book published by the Harvard Business Press, The Adaptive Enterprise. Sense and Respond, The Adaptive Enterprise. Steve was a very critical thinker that helped me understand the power of the work that I was doing for years before we wrote the article. I want to thank Steve Heckel, one of the most brilliant people I know. Steve was also the chairman of the board of the Marketing Science Institute for many years and held various other positions at IBM and is now retired.
Thank you, and may all your experiences be great. Thank you so much for listening to Clued In with Lou Carbone. If the advancement of the practice of experience management's financial and emotional impact drives you, please reach out to Lou on LinkedIn or visit experienceengineering.com or email us at info at expeng.com. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.